Welcome back to another episode of the Statues Podcast. It is so good to be back. It's <laughs> it has been a good month, almost two months. Yeah, it's been a like a month and a half now. Yeah, almost. It's it been a while. It's been a month and a half since we have last had an actual episode. Yep. So we are so good to be back. Um, I have my co-host Crystal with me today. Hi. <laughs> she's been gone for a while, but she's back now. Um, for today's episode, we're just going to jump right into the clip. It never happens on your time, like when you think you're ready, like it's supposed to happen. It always happens when it's supposed to happen. Because the period that you feel ready and people are not acknowledging the material the way you feel like they should because it's good, is the time that you actually develop skin thick enough to survive when it does work. Yeah, so that is the clip for today's episode. The reason why I bring that clip up was um, I think you and I, during the last month and a half year of not doing the Statues podcast, have... I think gone on our own small, like little journeys, you know, you with schooling, figuring out new things about yourself, figuring out your new capabilities. And you with your book. And there's so many other projects that you don't tell me about, but I know that there is something in the works. Yeah. That clip there kind of ties everything in. The first thing he says is sometimes, you know, when we're ready it never comes. And like, I felt when we were still doing the statues podcast, I felt like I was ready. I thought now is the time to, if it was going to be something to do, it's going to write my, my book now. Yeah. And holy crap, was I wrong? (laughs) Um, no, it's true. I think I, as I was doing it, I hit a brick wall real quick. Mm -hmm. And when I hit that brick wall, I have like this mindset of no brick wall is going to stop me. So I'm going to run over every brick wall until it breaks. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just, when you say it, I, I laugh, not mm-hmm. like to laugh at you, but more so like at like, because I know how you are. You're like a very like strong person. If you, it's like you said, like if there's a brick wall, you run over that brick wall. Yeah. But this was something that you really couldn't run over. Like this was like I think the yeah. first time. Well, for me personally, um, in our like seven eight years that we've been together, that I have seen you hit this wall, and you cannot run this wall over. Like yeah. you before we took our break, you kept like, it's like. It's like an idiot hitting a wall, but then constantly like backing up and then keep on driving until that yeah. wall breaks. Because, you know, like that's the thing, right? For eight years, that's what that that mentality is what got me through all of the toughest moments of my life. And that mentality there was the reason why I was able to make it. And so when you're so used to something, that's it for me. That's all I knew. And so... No matter how many times I couldn't do it, I was going to force myself to do it. And I did over and over and over and over until the point where it got mentally exhausting. And I was so mentally exhausted. Like that had been the most mental exhaustion that I had felt. Mm -hmm. Even before like leaving Mississauga to come to Kitchener. This feeling was worse than that. Yeah. And I think your parents knew it too. Like... 
I know you, I don't know if you released it. I think you did um, the uh, Where Have I Been oh, yeah. episode. Yeah. Uh, you know, you talk about the vacation that we went on, you know, like the week long vac- break. Yeah. <laughs> and I think even at that point, even your parents knew that you were just so tired of all that was happening. You're usually good with covering up your emotions and your stress because yeah. you don't want your your parents to worry. you don't want anyone else to worry about you but even at that point you, everybody could tell that you were just so exhausted and you were just so done and i think that break allowed you to really just mentally reset yourself because of how tired you were running into the same wall because it almost seemed like there was like a point where you felt like there's no solution like how am i going to overcome this huge like obstacle not only was like i hitting a brick wall but mentally i felt the burnout and the burnout was seeping into like the podcast Uh, and that's why you and i we took a stop because i could tell that you were also mentally burnt out you were burnt out from doing the podcast it didn't help that at that time, too, you were being bombarded with projects left and right, you know, yeah. school homework left and right. It was just readjusting myself back into school because up until this point, <laughs> I haven't taken school seriously. Like, I have, but then I get bored or, like, I'm not interested. Uh, I'm not, like, interested. Yeah. Or it's just, I don't know, like, it just wasn't me. And so up until that point, I was really... N- like not for it but then once i started this program and then you know it's like you said the schoolwork, the projects then not like it seems every week there's always something due and with this podcast no no matter how many times we said okay we're going to schedule in you know these specific days it doesn't work because i always had something to do so those days where we had to podcast i was kind of not mad at you okay far from it it was just more so like oh okay shit like how am i going to do my schoolwork and do the podcast because I enjoy doing these podcasts. But at the same time, I didn't just pay to go to school, mm-hmm. you know, just to half-ass everything. So I was mentally burnt out. And I think a lot of people could hear it too when yeah. we were doing, even when we started live streaming too. It's I didn't hate it, but it I didn't feel as genuine as I could because at that point I was just mentally clocked out. And I was just like, okay, let's just, you know, Let's just do this, po- do this podcast. It's one hour. That's it. It's one hour of the time that I could just take out. And I feel like a lot of people could see that between the both of us that we were just not for it anymore because of how tired we were. Yeah. I think the both of us were so burnt out, so mentally exhausted that after our Squid Game episode, you know, that vacation, when that vacation came, yeah, originally you and I, we were going to get a little bit of work here and there. Mm-hmm. But once we got in it, that was it. We were done. Like, we couldn't think of work. We just, we took that vacation and really took everything that it came with. Yep. I think the first, okay, so I, <laughs> um, we left on a Friday. We, I finished class, came back here. We finished, you know, we finished packing whatever we needed to do. And then we just drove out after. Yeah. And then we kept telling ourselves, okay, you know, we'll wake up a little bit early. No, actually, no. We told ourselves that we were just going to continue what we were doing, just wake up at the same time, get in, you know, maybe an hour or two of work. That's it, you know. But the first night, <laughs> like the the Saturday, 
the first real day that we were actually there we woke up so we woke up later than we usually do because i think for once we really just let go and we were like okay we're on vacation let's just enjoy the first day but we woke up at like nine or ten which is pretty late for us i woke up at eight you woke up at nine Mm -hmm. yeah but uh i the first few days i felt guilty for not working Mm -hmm. because i told myself i had you know something due right when we came back and i was telling myself i have to get worked in i have to i have to i have to i felt so guilty the first few days of not working but then after i was like i'm on vacation i have one week to just relax like why not so i did but then i got too comfortable with with finally allowing my brain to just stop even for a little bit that when i came back i was still tired even more tired than when i was on vacation and i don't know about you but i felt so tired for just resting the the both of us are very extreme with our our work behavior and, and like personality if we are going to do something then we're going to do it and that's mm-hmm. it that's all we end up doing yep. you and i we can spend three days just working on something and we we will have forgotten how much days have passed by mm-hmm. and and because of that extreme you know when we decided to take that vacation we took it to the extreme of okay that's it that was done yep. you know i was at a point where the book hit me real hard. And because the book hit me hard, the mental exhaustion that I felt was excruciating. Mm-hmm. And then I took that all with me to vacation. And I kind of just let it be. And, you know, the first couple of days was hard for me. It was hard to get adjusted. But once I was adjusted, just like you, it was done. Like I was in vacay mode. I wasn't thinking of it. Yeah. I wasn't doing anything with it. It was when we got back and then the readjustment of working again that was hard. Yeah, I'm just starting. It sounds weird because we we came back like a month ago, but I'm starting to just get back into the habit of working again. Like I'm mm-hmm. uh, like working nonstop like that, but it still is so exhausting no matter how many times I break or how many times I work. Like my semester is almost done. Yeah. Like I will be entering week 13. Yeah. But it doesn't feel like 13 weeks passed. Yeah. Yeah. Like it doesn't feel like it at all because, you know, at school, the podcast, um, the extra project that we are doing planning. Yeah. So it was more so go, go, go even on the weekends. You know, it, it when people talk about, how their schooling is to me it i didn't realize i was gonna be in that especially with you too when you talked about it i didn't think i was gonna be that person but my weekends was then now just like an extension of my weekdays yeah so ever i couldn't finish from one from monday to friday i would do it on saturday and sunday or i would just be like you know what i will not do this today just move it on this day but it was an extension of it and i was just so exhausted Mm -hmm. like i really was so it it was weird (laughs) no and i think that's why right because you know to to take it back to the clip i think we thought we were ready yeah i I think you thought you were ready for school and you thought you were ready for everything that was going to come yeah i thought it was going to be easy Mm -hmm. (laughs) mm-hmm 
And I think because we both thought it, we were ready, we were prepping for it. And then we were prepping for it. And then we were prepping for it. And then we weren't ready. Mm-hmm. And when it came, it hit us like a ton of bricks. Mm-hmm. And and the mental exhaustion that the both of us felt, like, it seeped over to one another. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like We were not... We, angry at each other but no. we were kind of irritated yeah. with each other there was like an irritation with, with any small thing you know like even sleeping got hard for the both of us yeah i i think like the first two months of school i was taking edibles just so i could sleep like mm-hmm. just so my mind could rest because you know i i didn't I took it before that too and I was dependent on it only because for so long I don't know how my brain could stop. But then once school picked up, even when we were like laying down in bed and just, you know, we're supposed to be relaxing, I'm thinking of 10 different ways or or, or like 10 different things I need to accomplish before, you know, like the next week. And so I was so heavily dependent on it for, for the edibles just so I could sleep, but it was still wasn't enough and I... I got like a little bit like irritated by the small things that you were doing. And I know it wasn't your fault, no far from it, but it was just like, my mind was so like out there. (laughs) It felt like it was just like miles away. No. And the mental preparation that we thought we had to get ready for what was coming. When it got to that point, we were now irritated because now we both know we weren't ready. And, Mm -hmm. and, and, and I think now we can say it was like we've gotten better at it. We've gotten better at preparing for what we're doing. We're, now we understand certain things. Now we've made certain things work, you know, like readjusting the podcast schedule and readjusting everything about the podcast. Yeah. Like, so now, you know, instead of doing it twice a week, we're doing it once a week. Mm-hmm. Instead of streaming, we're now we're going back to the old format. And and this way works better for the both of our schedules because... Yeah. If we release once a week, then we can film any time mm-hmm. between that when we have time instead exactly. of forcing the time. Even if it's like a small time frame of like one to two hours, we can make it work. Yeah. Because up until September, I remember like two weeks or three weeks before if this was after the concert, we were talking about how like because I got my school schedule a little bit later, but we were like, OK, let's plan for these days for sure. And then we'll adjust it if we have to and then one week before school started i got my schedule and then we were just like rambling like crazy like planning okay these days we're gonna you know these are the days we're gonna release these days like we're gonna film these days you're gonna edit because i'm not like great at editing (laughs) so everything was more so like on your your shoulders in terms of the podcast i just had to show up really and just you know work with you yeah but we had planned so much, okay, for every little minor detail. We were like um, like almost two or three weeks ahead of like the um, current uploads. Yeah. And so we had everything ready. So, you know, we're, we're like, we're, we're not going to stress it. You know, we're just going to take it easy. And like you said, it hit us like a train. <laughs> it hit us like a freight train. We just weren't ready. But I feel like it taught us a lot about ourselves. Yeah, I think we both took time to ourselves to, I think, search for whatever we needed, like Mm -hmm. an answer, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. 
this was the first time in a this was the first time in a long time where like I would just leave the house without you and just go on drives. Those times for me are are needed because that's what I used to do when I lived on my own was like whenever I was stuck mentally in a space where I I couldn't move, I'd just drive. Mm-hmm. And like I'd drive for hours before I'm like great, okay, I feel better, let's go home, you know? And like I haven't done that since since we got married. The 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 you know like there's this unrealistic expectation that I have in my head of what married life was mm-hmm. and because of it I put that on me subconsciously and and did that yeah I think it was the first time where we were in we we say all the time that we're okay with comfortable silence between us but this was the first time where I was doing something and i didn't give a shit if you needed me or not because i needed to finish it and so although we were in the same room it felt like we were just so far apart from each other that i was in my own headspace and then for once (laughs) you complained to me saying that you really missed me and that you wish that not wish but you more so you wish i weren't so busy so that Mm -hmm. i could spend it with you and then we could talk more and we just you know be there in the moment with each other yeah and and i think that was the thing that we worked on up to this point right was for the both of us we're busy but yeah. when we're busy we get stuck in our own head and mm. then we forget about time yeah so we don't make time for each other we don't even eat dinner together anymore no we eat at our desk while we work now even even our table right now like we're like sitting like this okay mm-hmm. but we we sit in an l we sit in an l <laughs> but you're eating at your own table and I'm eating at my own table and we're just like if I'm cooking I'll just tell you hey I'm done cooking or you'll do the same for me we'll just go get our food and we'll just be like oh okay food's good oh this is good I like it about this and that's it yeah because and that was the thing right we were so stuck in our way you know like this is the first time where I wasn't the only one busy Cause usually it's just me. Like I'm doing something. I'm always doing something. I'm out doing something, inside. I'm at home working on something. But this time we were both busy, and because we were both busy, there was no one to be like, "Hey, want to go watch a movie? Want to go do this? Want to mm-hmm. go do that together?" Even when we watched a movie, we chose the days or the times that would just work a little bit, yeah. like where we could just give ourselves a little bit of time. But even then. It's not that we weren't watching the movie. We, we were watching the movie, but after we we were like, oh. Well, back to work. Yeah, back to work. Or, you know, maybe we could have just waited till the weekend or like the Friday instead of going on like a Tuesday or a Wednesday to, you know, watch the movie. Yeah. But now it's so much better because I think you and I, yeah, as much as we're busy, we also make that time in the day to like, okay, let's all stop working. Let's go watch a movie upstairs. Let's go chill and let's go chill in bed, watch a TV show or something. Mm-hmm. And I think those now are what keeps us like mentally much better than we were before. I feel like we haven't found like a true balance between work and like work life and home life. We, I, I feel like for me, for me anyways, I haven't found the perfect balance for it just because, you know, like I'm a wife, you know, but I'm also a daughter, a daughter-in-law, a sister, a sister-in-law. And, you know, being a sister, I'm an older sister to my own sisters, you know, my blood relatives. Yeah. And so 
it's finding the balance between all that that is a little bit difficult but i don't think everybody has it together you know in in terms of like finding that balance because it's really hard it's something that has to be worked on consistently Mm -hmm. because like even like and and this is the thing right for people that say age isn't age isn't something that matters it does matter in the long run Mm -hmm. i so i started i started my working life when i started dating you already and because of that most of my time was spent to my work Mm -hmm. and and i kept at that so that momentum of me constantly working over and over and spending endless days and nights working i was used to it i'm used to that kind of like uh solitude Mm -hmm. but for you the time that i did make to be with you was also the time you know like you were you were just getting into school so you still had enough free time where it was like you want to go do something you want to go do this want to go do that want to go do this and it was there our work life is all over the place because, you know, it, you know, I say to you all the time, having my own company isn't a nine to five. It's a nine to nine. Yeah. I'm working 9 a.m. to 9 a.m. With you, schooling is like seven days a week for you. You're constantly yeah. in your head, in your book. And because of that now, it, it's a new dynamic that we have to get used to. Yep. Now, if one has free time, the other doesn't have free time. Mm-hmm. and it's trying to find that balance you know like even the simple thing is of grocery shopping yeah are no longer an easy task <laughs> it's like scheduling be like oh okay what time is you know what time is your class what time mm. is it done or hey do you have any work you know can we go you know quickly run out or sometimes you'll go do grocery shopping without me mm-hmm. you know or i mean i <laughs> can't go without you but you do it without me and so if anything you know i've I appreciate everything you do before. Okay, don't don't get me wrong. But more so than ever, now that I'm, you know, working and, you know, doing my own thing, I see more than ever, you know, the, how m- much more you do, even though, you know, you say, let's do it together. You know that there are days that I, you know, we can't really do it together. So yeah. you have to go and do it yourself. But I... Like for me, I appreciate you more so than before, like more than ever. Like my appreciation and my gratitude and, you know, my understanding of you has grown so much over the past like month. It sounds weird, you know, like it's a month. It's 30 ish days. But in 30 days, a lot can happen. <laughs> no. And, and that's the thing, right, is a month is a long time because now I think you have an understanding of why I do things the way I do it. You know, like for me, if people don't know it, I'm a morning person. Mm-hmm. So I will wake up at 4.30 to get ready to go do laundry at 5 o'clock in the morning, get laundry done. And then I will just, I will go to Walmart before it opens and get everything that I need done out of the way. And this is like, oh, well, what does she need? And what does she say she needed the other day? Well, OK, you know what? I know she doesn't have time. I don't have time in the afternoon. I think the only time I have is this morning right now. Mm-hmm. Right now is like the perfect time. No one's there. No one's up. Let's just get this out of the way. And now that's what I do where it's like I either do it early in the morning before my workday starts or late at night before I go to bed. Yeah. We're like usually paying out groceries at like 8 
nine in the evening yeah. and that's like time where like we're getting ready to go to bed anyway so we're like let's head out let's go pick up some you know some groceries a pack of chicken you know vegetables come back put it away shower do whatever we need to do you know night routine and then just go to bed yep <laughs> and and i think you know now that we've spent this time you know thinking that we were prepared for everything and now understanding that oh shit like we weren't prepared for a single thing yeah it's allowed for us to both mentally grow in a way where it's a little more understanding of each other's situation. Mm-hmm. You know, now, for me, like, th- okay, so this is the thing, right? Uh, she had some days, some days in the week, she had to go into class. Mm-hmm. For me, it was so useless for me to drop her off, come home, work for a little bit, wait for her phone call to go pick her up. So what now what I do is when I drop her off, I go and I sit at the Tim Hortons by the school so I can get more time to work before I go pick her up. Because I know after we after I pick her up, sometimes she either needs to go buy supplies for school or we need to go buy a little bit of groceries for the day. Yep. And we limit our, our time going out. Mm-hmm. Like I go to class. I have like usually my class are like on Tuesdays because that's the consistent days. So I'm there for like four hours. Or no, more than that, because sometimes you only drop me off like 30 minutes to like 45 minutes before class starts. So I'm there for like, you know, good four or five hours. And then after, you know, after class is done, we'll talk about everything that we need to do. But we're like, okay, let's get this done quick. Well, usually before school, we'll go out for like, takes us like three, you know, three hours to get stuff. We're doing everything in like less than two hours. Yeah. And... (laughs) before that's not possible because now it's everything is planned where it's like because we understand each other's schedule it's like okay what did you need okay well okay we can go to this store we can go to this store let's go pick up this this now we're done let's just go home and get some work done Mm -hmm. because now i think we're both at an understanding where you know before for a long time i never had really had to calculate your schedule because your schedule is as easy as ever you know, it was just, oh, you had school? Okay, whatever, drop I you I mean, off. before that, we also, before September, I didn't have school. Yeah, exactly. So there wasn't really much to consider because I was just at home and, you know, just waiting mm-hmm. till, you know, school started. <laughs> but now that, you know, both of our schedules have picked up in a way, you know, I think the burnout was something that we needed. And I think I am grateful for that burnout, right? Mm-hmm. The, the burnout taught me a lot about myself, but also each other yeah we're both i mean the industry that i'm in for school is a creative industry too and so creatively we have different opinions on how we want to approach certain things or if you i feel like more now than ever you come to me for advice on certain things it's easier now creatively yeah and i'll ask you like i don't think you've ever gone to like a home depot before and i asked you the other day and i was like hey like i need you as like a second opinion for certain things and so now that i'm in you know where i am i feel like we although we are very different we're also very similar in certain things and i realize that but it's it's like you said it's much easier to ask now because i'm starting to learn certain things and then you already know it but now if i have something that i've learned in school i'll talk to you about it and it's almost like you relearning certain things yeah because you know that was the thing right is now it's it's a little more cohesive because 
my style of creativity is a style that was from the early 2000s reaching into the mid 2000s yours is a mix of mine because you've worked beside me for so long taking everything that you learned with me and moving it into this new school way of doing things and learning what they're doing yeah but and, i just like i get so irritated mm-hmm. no <laughs> but that irritation comes because you've worked with me for so long that you have that nitpicking eye that i have when i work where mm-hmm. it's like any small fine detail that doesn't look good it doesn't look good and it's just as simple as that there is no if ands or buts mm-hmm. and it's, i know that people, it doesn't look good exactly and i know that there are there are a lot of people that don't work like you or like work, work like me but creatively when i see how some people are uh, I sit there and I question, you know, like everybody's creativity is definitely different. That's why, you know, it's it's fun. Yeah. But I question certain people's um, ability to do certain things or like where their their mind is when doing it. Because, oh, man, like I realize that like some people I just cannot work with. And I get that. That's life, you know? Like, there are people that you're not going to agree with. You're going to end up, you know, maybe down the line working with them. But I'm sitting there and I'm like, I can't do it. And I feel like my my skin has thickened a little bit, too. Yeah. No, <laughs> and, and I see that, too, right? Because I think you working beside me for so long and seeing how, like, seeing how attention-oriented I am has made you very attention-oriented. But it's also made you, you don't like the bullshit anymore. Oh, like man. the bullshit hurts. It does. And and that's a thing that I think you picked up being with me and working alongside with me. You know, music video shoots, uh, you know, photo shoots, like all these things. I think throughout the years that you've been with me and beside me while I've done these things, subconsciously you've picked up on the working behaviors. Yeah. And now I see it where it's like, even like you know like you don't give you don't give two shits about people in your class you know like you have those that are really close to you that yes you will assist but then those there are those that you know like oh they bullshit and now they're just passing that bullshit off to you and now you don't care for it oh my god that is something that that i see in you now like there are some people that you know obviously and obviously for privacy reasons i'm not going to mention it but there are some people that i just feel like Oh man, like I, there are times where like my inner you want to come out. I really just want to get in their face and just like tell them like, what the fuck are you doing? Like you really need to get your shit together. Like this, if you're not going to, this program is not fit for you. I don't want you to, like, I don't ever want anybody to quit school ever. Like, you know, if it doesn't work for you, that's fine. There are people that are not meant to go to school, but you can't go and spend money like that and just, you know, cross fingers. Everything's going to be OK, yeah. you know, but I I cannot like there are times where I really just want to get up into somebody's face and just be like, you really need to get your shit together because you're not going to succeed. If you keep this up yep. and I want everybody to succeed in my program, like I really do like this program is not easy, like at all. I I I knew it wasn't going to be easy because there's no exams. There's no tests. This is all just project based. Everything is just like quick assessments. But boy, oh boy, was I strapped in for a ride. And I, you know, that's why I say like, I, if there are people that need my help, I'm, I'm going to help them the best I can. Because I feel like 
I'm not saying I'm the best, far from it, okay? I feel like I'm very lacking in certain things, but there are things that I feel like I have, like, also a bit of an advantage because I've been with you, working beside you, and you have taught me certain things, too. And so, you know, I want to help, but I can't help you if you don't want to help yourself in the beginning. You know, like, that's number one. You need to show me that if I'm going to help you, efforts aren't going to be wasted you know on somebody that's just going to just expect that you're going to give them the answers to everything yeah and i think that's something that you grew you know that thick skin to not tolerate any more bullshit it's something that's needed you know like you're only in first year but you have to understand that in this creative field it is a neck for neck kind of world where if you don't do good someone that someone that's treading behind you will take over. Someone that's younger, better, smarter is going to take over. And mm-hmm. that's how this world works. You're you you have to constantly be better at what you're doing. Yep. And and I think that's what that thick skin is, you know? That thick skin now is now you understand what your goal is. Now you understand what you want and you're not going to compromise that for anything anymore. Oh hell no. Yeah. I don't care if I need to leave behind like I said it too, is that if we have a group project, I don't care if, you know, life happens. I get that. But if you're not going to do your part, I'm sorry, but like the boat needs to sail and I need to do whatever I need to do so that everybody else in that boat with me is, is going to succeed. Yeah. And you know, those that are willing to try. <laughs> exactly. Like there is, like you don't need to be good. You don't even need to be great, Exactly. but you need to be, at least show that you're willing mm-hmm. to learn and at least want something out of it. Exactly. And I and I hate that. I hate that, you know, there are people that just kind of, you know, make up excuses for things. Mm-hmm. But I just, I can't do it. <laughs> I really can't. And, and like I said, I probably will come off like a bitch. I really do. And I apologize. But I just, I'm at that point in the schooling where I'm like, I'm not going to sacrifice myself my grades and my overall creative vision just for you like not that i'm not willing to compromise we can talk about it but if you because there are a lot of people that just don't know what they're doing yeah they're and i get that i don't either i don't claim to be but don't go and talk as if you know everything there are a lot of people that I have seen, like, I guess, like, inside my program that come off that way. No, and I and, hate that. And that's something that you have to learn, you know? Like, I've been in media and I've been in, like, this entertainment field for so long. That's something that you have to learn is, number one, if you don't know, just shut up and be willing to learn. And number two is if you have an idea, say your idea, but be willing to take the criticism that comes with saying your ideas. Mm-hmm. I'm always open for criticism. Yeah, no, like, and, and that's the thing, right, is there's no bullshit uh, rule that you have now. Like, it's perfect. It's perfect for what you're doing. Yeah, I have a no bullshit policy. Like, if, I think that's why people <laughs> find it hard to get along with me because I have, a mo- like, a no bullshit policy. Like, if there's something going on and you're asking for my, like, advice... I'm going to give you a no bullshit advice. You might not like it, yeah, but I'd rather be honest with you than 
sugarcoat everything you go you know take my advice to heart follow it and then you're gonna fail or whatever it is is not going your way yeah. you know yeah i i can't do that uh the other day i was you know the other day i went to go see an old friend of mine mm-hmm. it had been like forever 12 13 <laughs> years since i last saw him and and talking to him you know like being able to see a kid that was like me it was we were both born in Canada, but our parents are immigrants mm-hmm. and, and, you know, people that had nothing that, that worked up for something and, and us as kids seeing what our parents did and doing that and, and pushing ourselves to the point where we are now in our lives. You know, it's exactly like how he and I, we were saying it too, right? Was people like us who have nothing and who, who saw nothing as kids have so much more motivation in life to do more because our parents had nothing mm-hmm. and, and, and and it's that you know it's not a comparison but it's a but it's like it's like a drive where like every time you work harder you see more yeah so it's like what more can i see if i work 10 times harder yeah and now like you know the the world is i, I think this is the correct where the world is your oyster yeah. you know where like you open up that oyster and you can get a pearl like yeah. but really it, it's so true is that as you work harder you see more yeah. and when you see more you work 10 times harder just so you could go and experience different things yeah you know and like that's the thing right is i think being able to see another kid that was like me doing greatness in his life and him telling me that hey yo bro like you're doing great in your life it motivated the both of us to to be like damn like look at where we are because mm-hmm. like the both of us we come from the same background you know there was one thing that he said that like that really like touched me and he goes we might not be the same in blood or ethnicity but we're the same we are the same and like that hit me because i thought about it and i'm like that's true because we gravitate to those that we feel are the same. Mm-hmm. And he and I, we had always gravitated toward each other because, I don't know, there's just something about him. And now, you know, like 13 years later, we look at it and he's doing amazing for his life now, newly married. And, you know, it's, it's these things that I think we get to experience. You know, it goes back to the clip. We, when we are ready is when it never comes. Yep. And when we were ready in this life, it didn't come. It was when we weren't ready that it hit us, made us fall, made us break, made us, you know, go down this whole path to become who we are. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and the one thing that Paul and I, we were saying was like the both of us in our, in like our late teens to early 20s, the both of us were assholes. You know, you grow that that skin of an asshole because it's like our parents didn't have anything and now we do. So we're unstoppable. Mm-hmm. But then it gets to that point afterwards where it's you fall off and you, you kind of find that humble beginning again. And, and, and It's like a reset to your personality yeah. and your morals. Well, not that your morals and your ethics uh, have our changed. Our morals and but our ethics are strengthened because of exactly. the situations that we're in. You know, like... Him and I, we were both saying, you know, he got better with his morals and ethics because he met the woman of his dreams, which is true. After I met you, I had to change a lot of the things that I was doing in my life 
to make to accommodate for certain things. And that's the thing is if you're not willing to, then yeah, you're not gonna change. And if you're not gonna change, then don't expect a different outcome. Mm-hmm. It's when you make changes in your life that certain changes later in the future will come. And we got to see those changes. Him and I, we got to see them manifest into what we're doing now. And it, that's amazing to me. Mm-hmm. It's amazing to see someone my age, someone that, you know, is like literally like a brother that I like, you know, lost contact with a long time ago, finally got to see him again. And now we got to see, oh shit, now look at where we are. You know, and I think this is something that like goes out to all the viewers too, right? Is you're not going to be ready. When you are ready is when you have to understand your 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 skin isn't thick enough. You just got comfortable. That's it. You got comfortable. It's like that saying. It's gonna. It comes when you least expect it. Mm-hmm. It. The saying is so true. So true. It's like being blindsided by like, um. In like the worst way possible. Sometimes. Yeah. Like, I'll say this right is if you listen to the podcast that from the beginning all the way from episode one. And you listen to how we speak now about everything that we're going through, the situations that we had gone through, everything. A lot of how we talk now has changed. And I want... You think so? I think so. I mean, I think the way you and I, we talk about old situations is, is a lot better. Because now we're not, you know, like we're not assholes about a situation. We're not hurt no more. We are now in the process of what can we do to recover? Yep. We're, it's no longer the part of I'm hurt, fuck everyone. Now it's at a point where it's like I'm hurt, but did we hurt them too? Mm-hmm. Like let's, let's, let's just recover and talk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing, right? Is This is what this podcast is meant for. I want people that are listening now to go back and listen. Give me more views too. I like that too. But... <laughs> go back and listen to our old episodes and then when you come back and you listen to this one see the difference in how we speak about certain things the way we view certain things the way we talk about life now yeah it's extremely different but that's the thing is life is different tomorrow yeah so if i view life the same way i view it today is tomorrow going to be any different that's true it's you know maybe it's because i don't see it or like i don't feel it (laughs) i don't feel any different i maybe i have grown but maybe it's because i also have high expectations for myself and also i'm just living it right now you i'm just living each moment the best i can planning ahead for school but like i just like for myself i'm just like let's just go day by day look like i'll say this about you right is (laughs) You might not see it, you might not understand it, but the way you were when we first started this podcast, there was a lot of resentment, there was a lot of anger, there was a lot of sadness, but now, 60 episodes in, now there's a lot more determination, motivation, there's a lot more forgiveness, there's a lot more... You know, like you're willing to look past the situation because now you've put yourself in a situation where you don't need to be that way anymore. What's that way going to do for you now, now that you've had your life started? So that's where I've seen you, you know, like that's the thing, right, is 
it's been almost a year since we've done this podcast. In a year, a lot has changed. We might not see it. I might not see it. But that's what I'm saying is this podcast is a literal diary almost. Yeah, diary of our growth through time. And this is what I want people to understand, listeners to understand. That in your life, life is like a diary. You write things down, you put it away. But the more you hold on to it, the more you 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 think on it, the more you'll suffocate and the more you'll drown yourself. That is a fact. A hard fact. You know, like, it's one of those things that you can't keep doing to yourself. The more you do that to yourself, nothing good comes out of it. You suffocate and you drown. And at the end, the person that you have a thing out for, they don't get to feel anything because they don't know it. They don't care for it. Yeah. Or they've just been over it and you're just there Mm -hmm. sitting in your own pity party, you know, like thinking about the past when, you know, the other person might have moved on or maybe they still think about it. But, you know, they just somewhere else in their life. So. That's what I want people to understand is life comes and goes. And the people that come into your life also come and go. You know, it's like Paul and I, we were saying the other day, it's been 13 years. And it's crazy to think that 13 years, 13 years ago, we would have lost contact and come back into contact. But we did because this is just how it works. Things, I know. Things play out in weird ways. I know, like, recently, I feel like more of your old acquaintances from back then. I call them acquaintances because Mm -hmm. there are some people I feel like was, yes, family or, like, really close friends. But now that you you guys have, you know, gone on your own journey, Mm -hmm. it's more so acquaintances. But more so now, more than ever over the past, you know, couple months, they're, like, coming back into your life in a way. But it's almost like a circle. You know what I mean? Like, it's like they're saying it, it comes round in a circle. I think that's one thing that I've come to understand a lot is life comes around in a full circle. It might not be now. It might not be next time you see someone. It might not be, you know, 10 years from now. But it will come around in a full circle. Mm -hmm. And one day, if you don't forgive yourself or you don't find that part of you to grow, and when it comes around in a full circle, it's going to hit you 100 times harder. Mm -hmm. If I had met Paul... If I had met Paul a year ago, I don't think we would have had the same conversation that we did today, uh, the other day. Mm-hmm. But that, that's what I'm saying is that grow and allow for yourself to grow. Allow for yourself to heal. Because one day, if you meet that person and you meet someone, it'll just be awkward if you just walk by each other. Yeah. You know, like I've come to terms with a lot of the the shit that I've done in my life. And that's one thing that I talk about a lot is I'm in the process of healing. But I'm not healing for other people. I'm healing for myself. Mm-hmm. And what I want to do is even if I can't heal my relationships, at least heal the wounds so that these people are not hurt by what I've done. The, the way I was hurt by what other people had done. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's true. 
you know like i feel like where you are right now in life where you're like you know where life is coming into the full circle for you i feel like i'm at that point where like i'm losing touch with like certain people that i care for you know like my like my best friend <laughs> i don't i don't i don't know if that's like the right term but um i realized that i haven't spoken to her in so long like in so long because i've been kind of in my own space doing my own thing and you know she has school too i'm not gonna you know make her talk to me you know because i feel lonely or whatever but i don't know like the other day i i realized you know because i have two people in my program my friends i talk to almost every day (laughs) they call me every day and so i was just like oh like it's been a long ass time since i talked to her and you know like it's not like we constantly need to, you know, talk to each other to, you know, reaffirm that, you know, we're like good friends. It's more so, wow, I kind of miss this person. Like, and I didn't realize that I'm starting to lose touch with certain people that I cared about. And, you know, they genuinely care about me too. Like I have a friend who's working at chat time. His name is Rex. Like just the other day we were talking like, yesterday or maybe the day before we were just talking and catching up you know like his birthday had passed and i was you know sending happy birthday and we talked like once every once in a while but um yeah i know it's like people like that you know like he who who genuinely does care for me you know like we're not like super close but he cares and it's just like that i'm just losing touch of the people that was outside of my program that i had established a good relationship with before and it's not that i forgot about them but it's just you grow on exactly and, you know, and that's the thing right you're growing and and during this phase of growing you're going to lose touch with people but the most important factor is are you losing touch with them in a good way or in a bad way right because mm-hmm. If you lose touch in a bad way, when things come full circle, how is that conversation going to happen? Yeah. It's not you like, know? you know, like we argue or anything. Exactly. No, like we, that's the last like, time we talked. It was, it was on good terms, yeah, you know? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, there's a falling out good and a falling out bad. Falling out bad is you say something and it bugs them the wrong way and then you just don't say anything anymore. Yeah. There's a good one where you guys just naturally grow in life. And that's just natural part of life is the growth that each person takes in their life. Mm-hmm. And it leads them down different directions. But eventually, if fate has its way, you'll meet each other again. Mm-hmm. And you'll meet each other and things will just pick up where they left off. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm probably after this podcast, I'll probably message her because I've been meaning to. You know, it's mm-hmm. just like I said, I've been so busy. I forget to Mm -hmm. so it's like i'm probably gonna message her you know just to see how she is you know if we talk we talk i just oh man like i'm just at that point where like i it's not like i've like separated myself and i'm like oh i'm a whole new person i'm not gonna associate with them because we just don't run in the same group it's more so because i'm in school you know and it's good to you know create friends or acquaintances in my program you know it's, future it's colleagues exactly so it's good to know people it's just oh boy it was yeah. it's yeah. been a journey <laughs> and that's what you know i think 
and that's what everyone goes through, right? Is their own separate journey. Mm-hmm. And how you live out that journey is up to you. And eventually, that journey takes you around in a full circle. Yeah. Okay? And, and I say that just out of pure experience. The moment I came back to Kitchener, I started living here. A lot of the, my reconnection with my old acquaintances, you know, it happened. And, and because this small, this this city, this the tri cities is very small, mm-hmm. very very small. It's and very so small, but and we I think bump that's, into everybody quite often without realizing it too. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what I appreciate. You know, this journey has taught me my appreciations for certain things. Mm-hmm. You know, just to wrap things up, I think the appreciation of our burnout had led us to this very point where we now understand more about ourselves and more about the relationship. We're not at a point where it's all better. We're at a point where we're still learning every day. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm appreciative of is now that we're both in the, we're both at a point where we want to learn, continue to learn about ourselves, continue to learn about this relationship. And it's amazing. And I think as we go on, We're never going to be ready for life. We're never going to be ready for what's going to come. But now we're willing to understand it and enjoy it. And I think that's what I want listeners to to do. To understand that you're never going to be ready for life. Mm. You know, and there there was this one saying that uh, someone used to say to me. You can save up a thousand bucks, but your car is going to die tomorrow. And then there goes a thousand. It just means nothing. Enjoy every second that you got and learn to adapt to what is happening in your life. Mm-hmm. Life is not as... I, like, I, I'm a hypocrite for saying this, but I say it because I too have started to understand that life is not as bad as we make it out to be. As sad as I am that certain things happened in my life, or as sad as I am that certain things ended up a certain way in my life, there are a hundred thousand other reasons for me to be happy about it. And that's what I kind of want to tell other people. That this burnout and that the month and a half that we had been gone from this podcast, it's just been a month and a half, but so much shit has happened. Mm-hmm. And that's how crazy life is. So learn to appreciate the small things and take the necessary break that you need to get yourself back up to, you know, to speed with where you're going. Yes, that's so true. You know, like I always laugh when <laughs> when um, people, you know, take like really long breaks and I'm like, wow, what are you doing during that long break? Like you got things to do, you know, like uh, seeing how how like busy people are like oh don't, don't get me wrong breaks are needed but before this point in my life right now i thought like some people taking certain breaks are ridiculous but trust me when i say that a break in your life is much much needed if you feel like you cannot and i and i really mean this, you feel like you cannot breathe take a break press the pause button refresh yourself and then come back it is going to do you so much wonders and you're going to see life in a different light in a much more better and positive light it it, breaks are so so needed and 
oh man it's it's i can really say this it's beautiful it really is beautiful well that's the end of this podcast thank you everyone for listening um i think this episode might come out on wednesday at 3 p.m eastern standard time and yeah that's it thank you so much for tuning in and honestly i am so excited to be back and we can't wait for you to hear what we have for this upcoming season thank you